Have you ever heard your name in a homily? Does that terrorize you? Father's talking about me. Well, I talk about people, but I usually don't mention their names. I know there's one person here at Mass. Well, I've told a story about them, but they don't know it because I always tell it in another parish. It always seems that you can do that. You don't tell the names, nobody's there, and it's like you get your message across. Well, that's what usually happens. Uh, when I was in college, I had a particular professor for economics. He was very entertaining. Had this little five to ten minute you know, monologue at the beginning, and then he would get to his subject, and I found him to be a very good instructor. Well, I get to be a priest, and I'm assigned to the Cathedral in Lafayette, and I'm talking to the pastor, and he has this friend who teaches economics at Purdue. And he tells me his name, he says, I know him. So I thought, wow, I wonder if I'll ever see him. He says, and he comes here to the cathedral to Mass. I said, well, I wonder if I'll ever recognize him. Well, guess what? The gospel of today came up. And in previous parishes, I've always told that story about something you said in class. So I knew the odds, were, it was possible. So I'm giving the homily, and all of a sudden, you know, Mass is over, and a woman came up. She was an extraordinary minister of Holy Communion. She said, did you ever have Dr. Jerry Lynch for economics? I said, yes, I did. Said, well, during Mass, he leaned over me and said, I used to say that in class. <laughs> and then afterwards, he came up and he introduced himself. He didn't look the same, but it was him. And what had happened was, I was in class and he was talking, and he was tell telling a story of a young woman who's sitting in the front row, and she's staring at him intently and not looking happy. And so finally he just says, you know, excuse me, but is there something you want to ask me or say? She goes, well, you think that everything you say is right, don't you? And he collected his thoughts for a moment, and he thought, why not? He said, well, doesn't everybody? Otherwise, they wouldn't say it. Think about it. You don't say something unless you think it's right. Oh, I'm wrong on this, so I think I'll say it, and everybody will know just how bright I am. So I just thought of that, and then somehow that stayed in the back of my mind. And so when the gospel of today comes up, and Peter says to Jesus, God forbid you should go to Jerusalem and die, and he thinks he's saying the right thing. He says, Jesus is my friend. I love him. I don't want him to get hurt. I don't want him to die. I don't want him to suffer. And he was wrong. He gets the, get behind me, Satan. You don't want to hear that. He was dead wrong. Because Jesus said he had to go to Jerusalem to suffer and die. Otherwise, where would we be? And so we have to stop and think about our lives. When do we say things like that? Where we think that death is the worst thing that can happen to us. That suffering is meaningless. And we're wrong. We have to think like the saints, those who desired heaven. St. Dominic Savio, 12 years old, his motto was death before sin. He would rather die than sin, and that's not the wrong attitude. So we have to think about what we say. We have to think about it in terms of eternal life, in terms of the teachings of Jesus Christ. What does the gospel teach us? It teaches us that this world is good, but heaven is better. So why should we pick this world over heaven? We need to always have the mind of Christ. 
to look at what is true and eternal and good and not just think of the things of the world that are going to bring us pleasure or avoid pain and suffering sometimes. Because if we unite our suffering with that of Christ, if we suffer for something good, then it does have meaning. It does do good for the world. It does do good for our souls. So think about what you say. Think about what is true. Think about what Christ taught, what the church teaches, and then look at the situation and realize that sometimes the worldly way isn't what is right, isn't what is true. But when we think like Christ, we put on the mind of Christ, we read the lives of the saints and we see how they lived, how they faced their struggles, and they overcome them by being faithful to Christ to the end, then we see what true really is. And then we know what we're saying is right.